All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. I'm your host, Brownson Arabiji. I'm bringing to you another episode of The Narrow Path of the Righteous. The Most High put it on my spirit to speak on all praises all praises to the most high the creator the only God of the creation for the creation is the most high's canvas and nothing else is responsible for this canvas which encompasses the world. The Most High encompasses life. The Most High grants breath to all of the creation, nothing else. Nothing else is responsible. From the men and women who woke up today, all the way to the animals from all walks of life, to the trees, the oceans, and all parts of nature. The Most High is to be exalted, glorified, praised, and worshipped. Nothing should be exalted, glorified, praised, or worshipped ahead of the Most High. Whatsoever, no man, no woman, no system, no establishment, no belief system, No idol should be praised, exalted, glorified, or worshipped above the Most High, our Creator. If you woke up today and you're listening to this episode, there's a reason why you're here. There's a reason why you're breathing. have a destiny and a purpose to fulfill regardless of your financial condition or status in this Babylonian society you woke up for a reason today don't let them define your value in this system no one should be able to define who you are as a man or a woman you have the power to define yourself and you should give no glorification or praise or worship to anyone that is a man or a system or an establishment all of that goes directly to the most high you see in Babylon they have our minds warped they have us thinking that we're only as valuable as as far as how much we make or what we have material-wise or how indoctrinated we are into their systems, into their educational system, their financial, their government, their healthcare, their religious systems. Depending on how well-versed you are, depends on how 
important you are. But the righteous know that this is not true. The righteous know that your importance comes directly from the Most High. Your quality of life comes directly from the Most High. Your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding comes directly from the Most High, nothing else. So there is a reason why you woke up today. Now we have to ask ourselves whether we are living up to our end in terms of life. Are we fulfilling the destiny, purpose, and mission that the Most High gave us? Because we all have one once we're born. And of course, some of us know it, some of us don't, some of us are still searching. Remember, the Most High doesn't owe us anything. In fact, we are the ones who owe the Most High our lives, our Creator. Because life is so precious, we already know that. And it ends at a blink of an eye. Many of us have lost loved ones, friends, those in our lives. In horrific and drastic ways. Many of us have gone through trauma. And we've seen how fragile life is. So we got to ask ourselves, why do we continue to exalt, glorify, praise, and worship anything outside of the Most High? All praises to the Most High encompasses appreciation, authority, dominion, governance, gratefulness, happiness, honor, justice, love, respect, reverence, righteousness, truth for the Most High. When we take a look at our current life, we should ask ourselves, is this how we're living our lives and how we view the Most High? Can we confidently say that we're aligned and connected with the Most High, with the Creator? You know, many people say that they are, but they're stuck in some form of indoctrination. Many people say that they are, but they're tied to various systems of man. And you seemingly, after time, you just give up and you forget about the Most High. And depending on how long you're in these systems of man and how deep you are, many people forsake the Most High and rebel against the Most High. And that's when the changes occur within you. That's when you become an evildoer. That's when you become defiled and vile and wicked. It's happened to a lot of the righteous who veered off course. I myself was like that. Veered off course for a few years in my early 20s. So what we got to ask ourselves, are we aligned and connected to the Most High? You know, the righteous 
give all praises to the Most High for directing, guiding, and leading us to this point in our life. You know, regardless of which road you had to travel in order to get onto the narrow path of the righteous, we are grateful that we've arrived. Everybody's journey is different. Some have taken longer than others. You know, in rare cases, some were born on the narrow path of the righteous where they had righteous parents who passed down the laws, the statutes, and the commandments and the truth of life. Parents who were about justice, justice, righteousness, and truth and taught their children that. And that's an amazing thing. That's a beautiful thing. That should be the goal of all of us who are in this position right now, listening and living by this. Words cannot express the genuine feeling of peace of mind. Words cannot express the freedom of coming into the truth of life and the truth of the Most High. You know, I say it all the time. I'm just thankful for the peace of mind. I'm just thankful that I'm here because I definitely could be in a different situation easily if it wasn't for the Most High being patient with me. If it wasn't for the Most High allowing me to make those stupid mistakes in my early 20s, mid-20s, late 20s, and simply being patient with me. And it's taken some time for me to get to this point, so words cannot express how I feel in terms of, you know, when you just sit back and you just take it all in of where you've come and where you are now. It's truly life-saving. We are going to do a deep dive into the importance of giving all praises to the Most High and the Most High only. We are going to do a deep dive into how the lives of the righteous dramatically changed and shifted once we began to seek righteousness and truth. Once we began to live by the laws, the statutes, and the commandments, because that's when the real change occurs. You know, you could say, oh, I'm on the journey of truth. I'm reading this book, that book, that book. But you're only going to get so far without the direction, guidance, and leadership of the Most High. Because there's so many pitfalls, so many traps, so many hurdles that are set up for man and by man. That you're going to easily fall right into them. And at first, the Most High is going to be patient with you because the Most High sees that you're searching. But after some time trial and error, the Most High is going to look and see whether you ever cared to seek truth and righteousness through the Most High, through the Creator, because there's a certain vibration that many of us have when we're born. A certain knowing in our spirit that there is a Creator. It's not until we get indoctrinated in these systems of man, the educational system, you know, the financial system, the government system, the healthcare system, the religious systems, that we start having our realities warped, where our spirit becomes defiled, where our mind becomes altered and brainwashed, and we're predictive programmed. It usually doesn't happen until you're honestly starting the educational system. When you believe in a, a ball that spins at 1,000 miles per hour, and outer space and intergalactic beings and such. And that you evolved from apes 
in that there was a big bang theory and just one day poof everything was here just created out of nothing right you know as children most of the majority of children know that there's a creator and the majority of children are unafraid to speak out about the creator because they have a direct connection they are as innocent as it comes and the children in a lot of sense are going to give you the truth are going to always want the truth they're always going to ask a deeper question they're going to always want to know how things work and why they work that way it's the adults who defile things and hide things and rearrange things and use deception and manipulation to alter things so that time period of being able to search for the truth you got to ask yourself, have I ever prioritized looking for the most high? Yeah, you might have gotten through some kind of religious system, but have you gone deeper and even questioned the book that you're reading? Because books are also idols. When you worship a book, what you're not you're not doing any better than the next person or worshiping a face, a graven image. So how far have you pushed the truth? Are you willing to allow your arrogance, your ego, and your pride to dissipate and get out of the way so that you can find the truth? Or are you going to let it block the truth so that you cannot reach it and you're just going to come to a complacency in life? You're going to become a know-it-all, right? That you have all the answers and that this is where the journey stops, right? We got to ask ourselves, if we are living up to the destiny, the mission and purpose that the Most High designed for each and every one of us, because we all have one. We all weren't meant to live like the way that we're living in this earth. To live to work and work to live and be stressed out and be full of calamity and confusion and to be able to barely spend time with our family, the precious time that we have. Because outside of peace of mind and wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, arguably the most important thing that you have in life is your time. You can never get it back. You can never buy more. You can never trade it for something. And the system snatches that. And in an essence, you can look at your time as a piece of your soul. What were you doing with your time in this creation? Were you searching for a pure soul? And were you fighting to have one and spreading that joy, that happiness, that wisdom, knowledge, and understanding? Were you fighting for justice? Were you fighting for righteousness? Were you standing on all ten toes? Were you adding to the creation of the Most High? Were you taking away from it? Were you helping to bring it down? Were you helping to defile it? Were you helping to destroy it? Were you the type of person who could care less about it? Where are you going to rank when you meet your maker, when you're going to meet the creator? Where are you going to rank in your life? How are the chips going to fall when your time is up? Because we all have expiration dates. But what matters is what we do within that allotted amount of time. You know, you're going to get the majority of the masses living by a do what thou wilt lifestyle, that they just do whatever they please because... Right, YOLO, right? You only live once. All these corny little t catchphrases that people live by. 
mean, imagine living like that, but still having no peace. Still having no peace of mind, still having no wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Basically living your life on the brink of destruction and being proud of it. And not knowing that your own pride precedes your own destruction. You know, it's it's a question we have to ask ourselves because so many of us have lived like this. And I always will say this, I'm holding both the righteous and the wicked to be accountable. Because I've been forthright and honest with you about my journey. We have to be the same with ours. That's the whole point of these episodes. It's to, it's to take in these experiences and, con- and con- connect with them. So that you can see that you're not the only one out there who struggled in life. You're not the only one out there who used to do wicked things. You're not the only one out there who used to be a guard dog of Babylon. You're not the only one out there who at one time forsa- forsaked and rebelled against the Most High. You're not the only one. So that's why we do these, that's why these episodes are put together. It's all about sharing that wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, connecting with that experience, and living by the laws, the statutes, and the commandments to the best of our abilities. It's not difficult. It's difficult at first until you actually buy into it and you give your soul to it. Then you realize, wait a minute, this is how I should have always been living. This is... This is how the Most High wanted me to live. Because the Most High knew once I lived like this, and it's all by design, that I would then have prosperity. I would then be able to start healing my trauma, my past traumas, no matter how deep the pain is. I would not feel alone anymore. I would have peace of mind. My calamities would go away, my anxieties, any type of confusion, any type of depression. You know, all of these things will benefit you in the long run when you choose to live righteously. But this system has gotten people so indoctrinated into wickedness that they view being righteous as as lame, as time-consuming, as a waste of time. Or in worst cases, they view righteousness as wickedness because everything has been reverted, reversed. Everything that you can imagine has been reversed. What's good is now deemed evil, and what's evil is now deemed good. That's the society you live in. You live in Babylon, and we need to recognize that. There's no need to be scared about it. You just need to recognize that so you're well-equipped, so you have the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to know how to maneuver. That's really all it's about, to maneuver through the pitfalls in Babylon. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding will save your life, and not only your life, but could save the lives of your children, of your family, of your friends. That's why we give all praises in every single aspect of life, because it's vital. It's a vital component. It's important. It needs to be discussed. It needs to be acknowledged. It needs to become a a part of your life, and that's a part of my life. Many of you know my routine. The minute I wake up, I'm giving all thanks and praise to the Most High before I even do anything, before I even get out of bed. You gotta, I pray. I give thanks first and foremost for waking me up, 
another day in the Most High's creation for giving me breath. Think about that. I, I, the, Mo, the Most High didn't have to wake me up today. The Most High doesn't owe me anything. I could be long gone years ago, a decade ago. I, the Most High could have made it so I may not even have been here on this earth. That's how deep it is. So me just giving my time to exalt the Most High and give thanks and give thanks for the mercy for not only my family and friends but myself and the blessings for not only my family and friends but myself it's just you're putting on your your armor for the day you're putting on your armor and you're getting yourself into a mindset of righteousness that's how i start my day after i get into the mindset of righteousness i go and put the work in to sustain the blessings that the Most High gave me. You see, if you are able to even walk or run, you're able-bodied. Being able-bodied is in of itself a blessing because not many people are. Not many people have that ability. It could be a disability, it could be an accident, it could be a plethora of things. It could be putting chemicals in your body and getting a reaction. It could be a plethora of things. But not many people have that ability to be able-bodied. So what I do that has helped me, and this is one of my suggestions that I put in the episode of preparation, is to move my body, to get my body moving, to be active, to work out, to sweat. That's important to me because I have a responsibility to stay in shape, to be a tip-top shape. Because when you work out, you're not working, you're not only working out your body, but you're working out your mind and your spirit. You're pushing your body to the limit, depending on what kind of workout you do. Because the Most High gave me the tool, so why am I not using it? It's little things like these that I'm constantly thankful for and giving the Most High praise for. Because a lot of us take it for granted, and at some point in my life, I definitely took my health and well-being for granted I would eat abominable foods foods that defile me I would put various chemicals in my body like alcohol and medicines you know all of these things that were destroying me and bringing me harm nothing but harm I was basically shortening my own lifespan And how does that look to the Most High when the Most High gave me breath? That I'm over here basically going against what the Most High gave me. That's why I don't do, I don't partake that way. I don't eat those foods anymore. I take care of my temple. I don't put alcohol into my body. I don't use drugs. I appreciate my sobriety because that's one of my biggest gifts. Is to have a clear mind, a clear heart, a clear spirit. And that's what I urge all of us to do, whatever works for you. But these are just the small things that I pray for. And I give thanks for. And I don't take for granted. And so, you know, as we continue on, that's really what it's about. Is sharing that wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. 
making sure we're ready, making sure that we exalt the Most High, that we glorify, praise, and worship the Most High and the Most High only, nothing else above it. And we don't get deterred. We live in a very, very dark time, and things are only going to get worse. You know, the righteous know this. But that's not to deter us or scare us or frighten us. We just do what we have to do. And we continue on. Because we know the Most High will provide. You know, being able to have the Most High put it on my spirit to put a podcast together has been one of the most amazing things that the Most High has done. And I've continued to grow ever since putting this podcast together last July. And to be able to get to episode 100 is incredible. It's an incredible feat. I never would have thought that a year ago. Never would have thought that. And to have this message out in over 25 countries around the world. It's a humbling feeling and that's all I prayed for the most I never cared about numbers or cared about any of that I just wanted to get the truth out I just wanted to share what the most high put on my spirit with all of you because if it wasn't for other brothers righteous brothers and sisters like Edgar Mendex Paul Davis surf only the creator sword of Dawood from inside out Nandy Chinese black, the mag. You know, I wouldn't have known what I have known. There's things that I already had studied and known about, but this is next level. And I'm forever grateful for that because these brothers and sisters push for righteousness. They push for justice and truth. They push for freedoms of everyone. And that's what it's about. It's each one teach one. Because not everybody has all the answers to to the to life's exam. Not everyone has the puzzle pieces. And we all depend on each other to push forward with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And that's the beauty of life. Once you understand it and you accept your past and you move forward from it and you repent and you do and you make the the, the changes in life that make you better, then from there, you can enjoy the gifts that the Most High gives to you. A life full of peace of mind and void of stress void of calamity like the vast majority of people out here these days just losing their mind thinking that their government's going to save them or their idol's going to save them or some sort of vaccine is going to save them when we know that's not the case when we know nothing is going to get better but we've accepted that 
We just prepare for it. And we warn those around us. And we remain steadfast and fearless. And that's really what it's about. You know, so if you woke up today, that's a gift. If you are able-bodied, that's a gift. If you can use your mind, if you have wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, that's a gift from the Most High. So we have to give all praises. What, do you think you did it yourself? You think you were born because of your own doing? You think you're here because of your own decision? That's really what we got to ask ourselves. Are we... giving appreciation, authority, dominion, governance, gratefulness, happiness, honor, justice, love, respect, reverence, righteousness, and truth to the Most High? Or we are, are we attributing that to ourselves and the system of man and other people? Because we already know that the Most High watches everything we do, both the, the righteous and the wicked. So with our limited time on this earth, why not put the work in for justice, righteousness, and truth so that you can receive the blessings, the gifts that the Most High gives to you, so you can receive peace of mind, so you can receive prosperity, so you can have wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, which will help you survive. Why not put the time in to give all praises to our Creator, to the Most High and the Most High only? Because it'll change your life in every single aspect for the better. It's been a long yet rewarding journey for those who've searched for and have found the narrow path to the righteous. We quickly realize how rare it is to be in this situation in life and how it truly has transformed our entire trajectory in life. We can let go of so much from our past that was dragging us down and was slowly eroding away at our heart, mind, and soul. We no longer feel the need to be validated by Babylon and those who support it. We no longer feel the need to seek what the vast majority of the masses are seeking in Babylon. We no longer are afraid to finally live life. We are able to identify our enslavement in Babylon and have the necessary tools to remove the mental and spiritual chains and also have the foresight to know that the Most High is in charge of removing the physical chain, which is next, which is through the judgments and prophecies that we are living through right now, which is why we're seeing the world decaying as we know it, which is why we're seeing pandemonium, which is why we're seeing calamity and delusion on a grand scale. 
It's just a part of the process. It's a part of the cleansing. And it needs to be done. So that's why the righteous have the foresight to know that there's nothing to panic about. Just live by the laws, the statutes, the commandments, and you'll be fine. In a sense, you can just kind of sit back and view it as a movie. Not to say that this is going to be an enjoyable movie, because we don't find happiness in watching others be led to the slaughter. You know, in terms of the Nephilim beast system, we want all of them destroyed. Anyone who's a soulless being against the Most High, who's against the creation, who's against righteousness and righteous people. Yeah, those are the ones that we don't care that they are destroyed. But normal, everyday humankind that's being led to the slaughter, we don't we don't take any happiness in that because these are still people. That's why it's important to share work. That's why it's important to speak up and support other brothers and sisters in the truth. That's why it's important to put your own message out there, your own piece to the puzzle. Because the Most High gave all of us skill sets. Regardless of whether you've found your skill set or not, you have one. And once you find it, share it. And so we're currently living through watching the physical chains being unraveled right before our eyes, and that's a beautiful thing. And getting to the point of understanding this, you understand how amazing life is because life is a gift. Life is truly amazing once you've filled the void in your life that was once empty due to you not being aligned and connected with the Most High. We've all had that void at one point. Unless you're in those rare situations where you were born into a righteous family, both mom and dad, righteous whole family, where the mom and dad took it upon themselves to remove you from Babylon, from the societies, from the covenants, from the wicked ways. That's, you know, if that's the case for you, that's an amazing thing. You've, you've seen life in a way that not many of us have been able to see until later in our lives. And that's a beautiful thing. That's what we need is generations of righteousness. That's what the Most High is working on and cleansing out the wicked so that there is room for only the generations of the righteous to come. And that physical chain, I'm telling you, it's going to be off sooner than we know it. We just have to remain steadfast and strong. You know, once you feel that void with the Most High, once you find the Most High, you'll know exactly what I'm saying and why I continue to say it over and over and over because it's a feeling that you can't, you can't put words to. You can't put a price tag on it. For many of us, we struggle through life seeking answers and ways to fulfill this void to no avail. Many people will spend their whole lives searching and seeking ways to fulfill the void of the Most High, only to never look inside their heart, mind, and soul for the Most High. Because the Most High is in us. That's why I said children are oftentimes so aligned and connected with the Most High because they're innocent. 
you know of course they need to be directed guided and led by a righteous parent but for the most part children are just children they're innocent they get along with other children they don't they don't do the dumb things that we do as adult as adults children are not looking to divide and conquer children are honestly here to remind us that life doesn't need to be so stressful that life should be laid back and you should be able to play and you should be able to be creative and have an imagination and daydream. You should be able to enjoy the small things in life. Really, that's what it's about. It's about enjoying your time on this earth, on the, in the creation. It's not about Babylon. Babylon just steals your soul over time. And then you begin to have a void created because the Most High is not there anymore. The Most High is not dwelling with you. You're not aligned or connected. So therefore, you're yearning deep down for something that you can't fix without the Most High. Many people die before they're able to align and connect with the Most High. And that's in an incredible, incredibly unfortunate situation. And all the more reason for the righteous to be grateful for the path that we're on in our lives because we've seen it firsthand with our own eyes. People that have perished for lack of knowledge. People that were wise in their own eyes. People who were rebellious and all they had in their lives was calamity and no peace. But yet, they could never put their arrogance, their, their ego or their pride aside to say, hold on a second, what am I doing wrong? Not realizing that Continually partaking in the same thing over and over and over is, is the definition of insanity. And that's where a lot of people's lives go. And that's where a lot of people's lives end. They don't get any better. And you see that in the vast majority of people these days. They have huge voids. You know, the righteous are in an incredibly rare breed. And we're getting we're beginning to understand that more and more as the days, weeks, months, and years pass in the system. There's not many that are gonna be like you or I. Not many are gonna care to hear what you have to say until it's too late. Not many are gonna heed the warnings. You know, many are going to say, oh, well, you know, you just got to I just got to give it time. I'm just waiting for the perfect opportunity to to look into the truth. And that's that's on them. If that's what people want to do, then let them do it. Don't even waste your energy anymore. It's not to say to not warn people or use whatever tactics you can for people such as family. But it's also to mean to not drive yourself down with stress and worry and anxiety over things you cannot control that's really what it comes down to is understanding that there's so many things that you cannot control but you can only control yourself only you are going to take care of yourself the way that you deserve so those who live through go through life family friends those with the void 
you just got to pray for them. You got to pray for the mercy and, and, and accept that a lot of them are just not going to change. And use that energy that you would on other people on yourself. You know, the righteous are helping to change the creation of the Most High by speaking out and warning the masses. By exposing this wicked Babylonian Nephilim beast system in societies. By living our lives in courage, dignity, honor, justice, righteousness, and truth. Regardless of whether our family, friends, and those in our lives want to heed our warnings, we are still focused on our destiny and mission ahead. We've all got talents in terms of righteousness, like I've said time and time again. We are all pieces to the puzzle that the Most High expects and wants us to begin piecing together. And that's what we've been doing. Regardless of how long you've been in it, you know, once somebody joins, maybe that they're, they've been the missing link for you to connect the dots for something or they're the missing puzzle piece. That's why we're grateful when we see somebody who's righteous because it is a rare breed. No matter how late in the game they came into it, the fact is that they came into it. No one is the master of truth or the owner of truth. Only the Most High is. No one man or woman knows everything. You know, my spirit has moved me to speak on the importance like giving all thanks and praise to the Most High and the Most High only because of the many things that are changing in my life on the daily. I mean, honestly, on a daily basis, I feel like I am growing on a daily basis, mentally, physically, and spiritually. Just growing in ways that I couldn't even, I can't even fathom because when I look back at my life, if I look back at a year ago, there's things that I was doing and partaking in even while being most high only. So I thought I was still giving the most high, exalting and glorifying other gods by calling out different names like Yahuwah or Yah or any of these Egyptian moon gods. Even though I had my mind and my heart focused on the most high in my soul, I still was being bamboozled, deceived and manipulated. And I'm man enough to own up to that and admit it, that I'm not all the way perfect. I'm not all the way right. I've said things in episodes of podcasts that looking back weren't correct. And I'm willing to admit that I'm not going to stand by something just because of my arrogance or ego or pride. I don't even live by those things. I'm always willing to learn and I want to learn. I want to be a student, a lifelong student. And so when I look back at a year, it's just, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. The amount of growth that I've gone through in all aspects of my life. And the, tr the genuine peace of mind that I have is, I can't put a price tag on it. There's no amount of money that you could write to me in a check or give to me in cash that I would trade for peace of mind. There's none. If you said that I could, I could own all the money in the world, but I would have calamity every day of my life, there's no way I would trade that for it. No way. And I know the righteous who are genuinely righteous would say the same thing. 
because we don't have any love for the system. We don't want the system to survive because we know that there's no benefit to the system. We know that the treachery of the system and what it does to men and women. We're not blinded anymore. We're not lost. We're not asleep. We're not asleep anymore. And the mag had a really good way of emphasizing this. That he said, if you're asleep for so long throughout your life, you're basically dead. And if you never awake from that sleep, it's over for you. And that's the truth. You know, we've all been at that point where we've been bamboozled, deceived, and manipulated. But we have more than enough tools and outlets that the Most High has given to us to break free and break out of this mental and spiritual shackles. You don't have to be shackled up forever. That's honestly, at this point, that's a choice. That is a choice by people. If they want to continue to allow their TVs to program them through propaganda and fear mongering and brainwashing and predictive programming. If they want to continue to be programmed through their, their box in their living room or family room or room, that's on them. That's a choice. They want to continue to allow the radio to program them and the internet and other forms of mass mainstream media, then that's on them. That's honestly a choice at this point. It's a choice to think that way and live that way. You made, at one point, you made a conscientious decision of which path you were going to go down. And when these people made those decisions, that was the beginning of the end for a lot of people. Because it becomes so difficult to break out of brainwashing once you're fully engulfed in it. Once you've bought into one lie or you hear a lie repeated a thousand times until it becomes truth, then you're already on a slippery slope. You're already your life is already in danger. You know, that's just how the, the vast majority of people interact and think and live. You know, it's truly programming and it's sad. It's not that it's not that like I'm not compassionate or empathetic or sympathetic towards people. I'm just stating the obvious. I'm stating the facts that this is a choice still. This is still the choice. You think a child is going to choose a TV and video games and being stuck inside all day and not being able to interact with other children versus being able to go outside, get vitamin D, be able to swim, be able to play with a pet or, you know, or other children or toys. A child, if you gave the child an option before they even recognize what a TV was or electronics, they would choose nature. They would choose outside. They would choose to run around and be a kid and play before they were indoctrinated and brainwashed into electronics. They would choose what was natural over what was inorganic because that's a part of them that's just normal to them but now that we as parents have passed down these generational curses and placed our kids in front of the tv and gotten them used to television and cartoon shows which brainwash them you know a child's mind is so malleable and controllable even a teenager, a young adolescent, or even a young adult. Even we've seen how strong it is, even on adults who once used to think for themselves are now completely rendered useless as far as their mind and their common sense and discernment. They're shells of themselves. 
because of the programming, because of the propaganda, because of the idolatry. You know, it's your choice if you want to listen to people you don't know telling you how to live, telling you what to put into your body, telling you that they actually have authority over your body, telling you that you can't travel or do this or that in the third because you didn't put what they tell you into your body. It's your choice if you decide to listen to things like that. That's completely on you and no one else. And I, like, again, I, like I said, this is not coming from an area that lacks compassion or empathy or sympathy. It's just giving you the honest and brutal and bitter truth. The truth that most people avoid, like the plague that they believe, the plagues that they believe in. So when you don't give all praises to the Most High, when you don't choose to use common sense and discernment, when you don't choose to search for the truth, when you are wrapped up in Babylon, you are under the mental and spiritual and physical shackles. How are you ever going to break three from three sets of shackles? How is your life ever going to improve if you are just complacent? It's, it's eye-opening. You know, over the last year, it's, it's taught me so much, not just about myself, but the world at large, about family, about friends, about where we are and where the world is going and how unaware most people are, how naive people are, how brain-dead most people are, how soulless most people have become. And it's a sad state of affairs. It's not something that is a laughing matter. These are people that were meant to have a destiny, people that were meant to have a mission and a purpose on this earth, people that were supposed to be individuals, unique individuals with hearts, minds, and souls. It's not a laughing matter. It's not a joking matter. It's not anything to take lightly. These are people's lives. And it gets disheartening. It can get disheartening, but what you got to realize if you're righteous and you're fighting this is that you can only do so much. You can only invest so much time and effort and energy into those who don't want to listen, into those who don't want to give all praises. Because at the end of the day, like I said, they made their decision. They chose their side. They used their own free will. And you, as a righteous person, made your decision. You put in the work. You put in the time. You put in the effort. You were determined. You were inspired. You were motivated to keep digging and digging and digging. And you didn't stop, no matter how tiring it was or exhausting it was. No many how many times you hit a dead end and had to start over or use a different path. You kept going, you persevered. And that's one of the main differences. You know, as the world continues on, we're we're going to continue to see the judgments and prophecies come to fruition, the things that People like myself have said, people like the brothers and sisters that I've mentioned have said are going to come true and people are going to be shocked. They really think that it's bad now. I don't know what to tell you. If this is if this is what you consider super crazy, because it's nothing that any of us have ever seen, of course. That goes without, without doubt. This time in the world is nothing that the world has ever seen collectively. 
But when you're not aligned and connected with the Most High, you're just going to think that, oh, there's a savior out here. There's a man and a system and an establishment that's meant to save me just to come up out of nowhere. You know, I just got to listen to everything they say. And if I continue to listen and comply, then, you know, everything's going to be fine. Oh, oh, you know, I'm just excited to, until everything goes back to normal. You know, right now, what they're doing to you is they're pump faking you. They got so many psyops going on right now, psychological operations. They're just pump faking you, telling you things are opening back up. Stadiums are filling up. People are going to sporting events. All they're doing is just buttering you up. Just buttering you up, letting you put your defense defense mechanisms down so that you, your attention is elsewhere. They got a million different ways to bring calamity to you. And many people don't see what's coming. They don't see the imminent lockdowns that are coming. They don't see the vaccine passports that are already here in most places. They don't see the signs on the wall. They don't see that this will never go away. They're going to continue to perpetrate lies in this big hoax to you. Day after day, week after week, month after month. Because you've already given away the remaining freedoms that you thought you had. And you've complied with evil and wickedness. So when you do that, all that's going to happen to you is what you complied with. Evil and wickedness. And so we already know with them telling you, oh, here in America, oh, they're going to open back up and this place is opening back up and, you know, we're going to be able to enjoy our summer. Yeah, they may give you a week or two. Maybe maybe they might even give you the whole summer to enjoy it. Who knows what the elites are going to do. But eventually your ass will be back on lockdown. You mark my words. Whether they tell you, oh, there's a gas shortage and now there's a food shortage. Everybody stay home, stay home. We'll start delivering you food. Stay home. Here's here's we'll start delivering you water. Stay home, stay home. Only essential workers like truck drivers and these type of workers can be out and about. I mean, look at their look at the psyop they're giving you over in India, and people are thinking that this is gonna be normal, like this is like this is gonna open back up. It's just pump faking you. It's just taking your attention off something so that they get you riled up. So that you're happy and content and you're not looking into things. And then before you know it. You're back where you were last year, but worse. Locked down permanently, possibly, or much longer. Double or triple the time, because you best believe if the Wicked Elites lock you down, it's going to be for some huge, gigantic psyop. Like, oh, we are attacked on U.S. soil. We must lock down. Or it could be a plethora of things. You know, now that you believed in COVID-19, they could say, oh, we were attacked. Oh, there's a cyber attack in our pipelines. There's no fuel. Everybody stay home, stay home. Oh, at the same time, there's a triple mutation. The virus has, has mutated three times. So they can give you a PSYOP on top of a PSYOP on top of a PSYOP and say, hey, you need to be locked in. And people are still going to comply. A lot won't at this point because there will be a lot of enraged people. But the majority of the people who are quote-unquote enraged now and speaking out have been complying the whole time. They've been wearing the mask the whole time. They've been cool with collecting government stimulus checks and sitting at home and Netflix binging and gaming and still getting drunk. 
still eating like trash, all these things. And then all of a sudden they are complaining when you were going along with it from the get-go. All of a sudden you're now questioning it when it hits home and when it's personal. It's always when it's personal that people pretend to care. When people pretend to look into things, when people pretend to be like, oh, I knew that the whole time. Oh, did you? See, that's what the Most High does. When the Most High knows your heart, you're not your your attention's gonna be elsewhere. You're not gonna be able to see the inevitable until it's too late. Those that didn't heed the word, the warnings of the righteous, and the words that we were saying, who who ignored us, who mocked us, who slandered us, who gossiped about us, those are gonna be the ones who are gonna be biting their tongue very soon, and they're gonna wish that they had listened. They're gonna wish that they had prepared. They're going to wish they had gotten right with the Most High and gave all praises to the Most High only, not to a system of man. So many people are going to wish that very soon, and a lot already are. Like I said, Most High already instructed us that my people die for lack of knowledge. So lack of knowledge includes no alignment or connection with the Most High. It just means that you only know Babylon. You know, that's why my spirit was moved to put this one out there, not just because it's episode 100. I felt, of course, I felt that it was fitting to talk on all praises, but because I can sit back in mid-May and just, I'm in awe of the growth over a year of where I used to be mentally, physically, and spiritually versus now. I mean, I feel like in just one year, I've learned what I would have learned in, a, in a multiple years. It's like the most high accelerates your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding when you are aligned and connected and you become a sponge. You become childlike where you're super creative and inquisitive about everything that you just want to know everything around you. And I'm just incredibly grateful and, and fortunate. I really am fortunate. My woman had, we had spoken about this topic because she herself, not even a year ago, had no idea about the narrow path of the righteous and she'll be the first to admit it. She'll be the first to admit that she was an idolatry and that she was blinded until I exposed things to her and it was just me exposing her. I just did my job by showing her things and teaching and revealing things, but ultimately I knew me teaching and showing and revealing wouldn't change her life it would be the most high who needed to do it but she was at a point in her life where she wanted that change and she was seeking it and now we had a conversation recently and she was just like she humbly said like yeah i am just very thankful that you told me these things and that the most High opened me up because i definitely would have lined up and got that vaccine i definitely would have been still wearing the mask i definitely would have done that to my kid my kid would have been back in school i would definitely all these things you know there's so much that the most high opens your eyes up to when you're receptive to truth when you put your arrogance your ego and pride aside there's so much 
And I'm just grateful because it is all praises to the most high and the most high only. That's the only thing that's important right now is getting right and remaining right. That should be our highest priority right now is preparing yourself and preparing your family and getting right mentally, physically, and spiritually. And warning those around you, sharing information, sharing your own information, sharing other people's information, correcting, supporting, warning, and exalting the Most High and praising and thanking and just being just being grateful for life and live life and enjoy it. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding will save your life. And not only your life, but the lives of your children, your family, and your friends. Once you receive this from the Most High and know how to navigate this world. Regardless of whether it is family, friends, or anyone close in your life. We are to always seek and prioritize the Most High and the Most High only. That's first and foremost. You should not let anybody get in the way of you being righteous. Doesn't matter if you they're so-called blood. If they're family, it doesn't matter. Most high is number one in all aspects of your life because that family didn't member to not give you life. Even if it's your mom or dad. Yeah, they gave you birth, but how do they do it? It's through the most high. Many people who begin their walk on the narrow path of the righteous become conflicted with the feeling of deserting people in their life. And that's a normal feeling because how are you going to change if you're still partaking in the same actions, the same hobbies that you were doing before? How are you going to change if you're still around the same people who refuse to change and still partake in those actions and hobbies that were harming you? How are you how are you going to be able to give your time to the most high? Many people who begin their walk on the narrow path of the righteous feel as if they've turned their back on the people in their lives. And this feeling is normal and lasts for a different amount of time depending on your life experiences and who you are and at what point in your life that you begin to walk on the narrow path of the righteous. You know, it can be more difficult when you're younger, I'll admit that, because, you know, and oftentimes your friends are who you know, and you don't have much life experience. You know, in most cases, a lot of, this is not for everyone, because a lot of children go through trauma and live in horrible conditions, very violent and unstable conditions, but those who may not have to face those type of realities, the majority of them are sheltered. I myself was fortunate enough to move from a a not so safe area, an area full of poverty, over to an area that was safe and had opportunity. So I was sheltered in that regard. It's not like, it doesn't mean I didn't have traumas in my life, family drama and trauma, deaths in the family. That's, that's, That's a normal part of life. It's just that the vast majority of people 
or a good chunk of people, I won't say the vast majority, but a good chunk of people are sheltered. And when you're young, it's very hard to come up out of a train of thought, even when you're from a violent and poverty-stricken area. That's all you know is violence and poverty and hustle. That's all you know. So it's very difficult for our youth to snap up out of that. That's why they snatch them young. That's why they want your children young. That's why they want you creating covenants with their system so that they have the souls of your children at a young age. So it's a much different time for a lot of people when they come onto the narrow path of the righteous where they feel that sense of guilt, like they're deserting people, especially friends, especially if you're younger. You know, for me personally, it's been a lot easier because yeah, I don't hang out with all the same friends. I don't talk to all of them, but I guarantee if they ran into me or I sat down with them, it would be fine. Even if we don't see eye to eye, even if we're not quote unquote friends anymore, or we're just acquaintances at this point, it doesn't matter. There still would be the ability to stay on the same page. And I'd still be able, we'd still be able to appreciate the time that we had. There's no harm, no foul, no, no nothing. I have nothing against anyone because I don't have time to waste on petty things. If I fall, fell out with somebody, it's okay. If I no longer hang out with somebody or talk to them, it's okay. As long as I'm not doing anything wicked towards that person. In most cases, it's not like these people have intent, people in my life have intentionally done anything to me. It's just that I knew I was years ahead of myself. That I knew, I was like, okay, I just can't keep being around this type of energy or this type of person and this type of personality or this type of soul because it's going to continue to drag me down. And my mission is different now. My path is different. I can't continue to veer off course and expect to stay on the path, right? So yeah, it, it can be, it's more, in my opinion, it's much more difficult when you're younger, when you're an adolescent, when you're in your early 20s, mid 20s. And I started this journey literally right out of college where I was like, you know what, I got to separate myself a little bit and figure myself out. And the corporate world really opened my eyes to how nefarious and mischievous people can be and backstabbing people can be but people literally have no shame people will brown nose and tattletale and rat you out and stab you in the back and use deception and manipulation to get ahead that's the corporate world for you and i learned that really quick they'll take advantage of you and then they'll get upset with you for calling it out that's corporate for you that's one thing i learned and that combination of wanting to get to know myself and then coming into the corporate world for a decade, it was like, wow, it's really like this, huh? So there's next to no honor or no integrity, huh? Or or any honesty, right? It's every, every man for themselves, huh? And I, that quickly allowed me to see the world for what it was. And it just, for me, deep down, I was like, this is whack. This is super whack. So that reaffirmed to me, yeah, I do need to separate myself from a lot of things, a lot of people. You know, I've dealt with that feeling of guilt for quite some time early on in my life, especially early on in my walk with the Most High. However, as I continued and gained confidence, along with gained more wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, it's become much easier to separate myself and care and love for those in my life from afar it's just become much easier when you know when somebody shows you themselves 
their true character, who they are. You got to believe them. Stop trying to, we got to stop trying to convince ourselves otherwise. Like, oh no, I need to give this, that, and the third, the benefit of the doubt. Like, it's one thing if somebody makes a mistake, that's fine. Be forgiving. But if somebody shows you their true colors, how they feel about you, what they want for you, if they don't actually care for you, then you have to believe them. Don't, don't take it personal. Just move on. You don't have to have closure. You don't have to do any of that. Just move on. You don't need to validate anyone in that regard. You shouldn't even be looking for any outside validation, honestly. The older you get, that should be a reversal in your mind of like, you know what, I don't know, nothing validates me other than the most high. That's how I live my life. I don't get validation externally from other people or systems because they didn't make me. They, they're not the reason why I woke up today. The most high is. So over, over time, it's become so much easier for me to do that. And I still pray for friends. I still pray for a lot of people I haven't talked to in a while. I pray for my family and friends every day for the mercy every day, because I can I can look at people and I can see that they just don't know what's about to happen and what is happening. Because we're a lot of people are under a strong delusion. A lot of people, like I said earlier, it's a choice. It's a choice to look at both sides of the truth of the story or the truth. You'll even have people deem the truth as negative. They'll say, oh, you're always negative. You're always talking about negativity. And it's like, are you serious? First and foremost, I'm just talking about the truth. If the truth is negative to you, then what would you call your reality? Wouldn't that be negative? Wouldn't you? So if the truth makes you feel a certain way, it invokes an emotion that's negative, but you're living in that emotion, in that feeling, in that reality. Wouldn't you want to know about it so you can change it? Wouldn't you want to know how to maneuver around it so you can live in a better condition, a better mindset, a better life? You know, that's what I just don't understand about a lot of adults. Is they just would be like, no, I'm not looking into that. Oh, I, I don't want to know that. And I'm like, okay. So you're just doing yourself a disservice because you're too cowardly or too fearful to look into something because it might evoke an emotion it might scare you you know that that just that's i've never been like that and i'm very thankful to the most high because i've always wanted to know the whole picture so i could make a right to make the right decision you know at times in my life when i was partaking in things i shouldn't have been of course that part of me wasn't as strong but it's always been there and so that's where, that's where a lot of people who begin on their walk, their journey with the Most High, they get deterred because it's like, view, like think about it this way. Think of people in your life. It could even be family and friends, like they're an anchor. Think about a bunch of anchors, that which is basically weight tied to you. And you're trying to tread water. And all of these anchors are dragging you further and further down. I mean, it's basically symbolic for dragging you to your demise do you want to be led to your demise because you can't give up certain relationships because you feel bad do you want to be led to the slaughter because of your emotions and your feelings or do you want to be able to let go of that and start thinking for yourself and figure out who you are as a man or a woman and search for truth no matter how the truth makes you feel or no matter how wicked the truth is or how disheartening it is 
Because at the end of the day, when you start that process, you're going to thank yourself in the long run. You're going to be like, I'm glad I made that decision because, yeah, it's taken me some time to get to this point. But now I know. Now I understand life. Now I'm aligned and connected with the most high. Now I know how to deal with everything. And now that you have those tools, you can still help out family and friends. You can still lead by example. You know how many friends I've had reach out to me and, you know, give me kudos on episodes and saying that was a really incredible job you did. How many people? Multiple this this the podcast these listeners there's it's over 25 countries there's a reason for that it's because people can resonate with the message there's a little this i'm not the only one in the world who thinks the way this way people can resonate and connect with that and that's why i'm constantly trying to learn constantly trying to research it's very rare that i spend my time just doing stuff that is a waste of time just to entertain myself life is already entertaining I can already entertain myself. I don't need to be entertained by everyday things that I used to partake in. Sports, musicians, you know, all that stuff that I used to love. I don't need to partake in that anymore. Because I know the truth behind it. I know it's just a distraction. I know it's not meant to help me and it's surely not going to save me. So you got to ask yourself, is it worth trying to tread water with anchors tied to you multiple anchors because these people have made their decision and they refuse to search for truth you know it's too negative or it's too much work or whatever a million excuses people come up with these days are you going to allow allow that to drag you down because other people are doing it oh because everyone else is doing it You know, these people have already made their decisions. They've already chosen their side through their free will. Now you got to ask yourself, am I really making a decision based on mine? Or am I still being dragged down by anchors? Am I still allowing my family, my friends to be in my ear? Am I still hindering my own personal growth because I don't want to hurt feelings? You know, everyone is battling their own life issues. Everyone has their own experiences in their life, both good and bad. You know, that's why I look at things from a compassionate and empathetic and sympathetic side. I don't judge a book by its cover. I love people. I love when I go out for walks and I smile at people and I talk to people, I can strike up conversations with anyone. I'm not judging them. Even people who are wearing the muzzle, I don't care. If you want to do that, that's on you. I don't, honestly, I don't care. But I've started to realize that everyone has the same 24 hours in the day to make the right or wrong choice. So I realize worrying about things I cannot control is futile. And doing so was draining me spiritually. You know, even over the last seven months, I've gone through a metamorphosis where I knew so much about you know, this whole Mark of the Beast vaccine and was warning so many people, put up so many episodes, sent so many articles, did whatever I could. So many video links sent, shared. Basically, no one cared to listen. Even the people who didn't take it that I've shared information with, I know they haven't looked at what I've sent them. And I've stopped caring about that. I don't care at all. It's it's a waste of time. It's 
it's not something I should even be caring about because these people, again, are making their choice. And, you know, and that's that's really where the next wave of people are going to fall into this mark of the beast, because it's going to get to the point where they're going to force you to have it, to even have a job or to even travel or even to buy or sell. And that's when they're going to get another chunk of people to jump into it because they don't want to be uncomfortable, because they're afraid, because they're not aligned and connected with the most high. You know, the righteous, the ones who are really at this point, the point that we're at. It doesn't matter if I'm homeless or living in my car. I'm not taking that. I'm not doing what these people are doing. I'm not, I don't even want to be a part of their system. So right now it's all about learning everything that I can, learning how to grow my own food, learning self-defense, getting weapons, getting my knowledge up. That's what I've been doing. Warning people in the meantime, but ultimately that time is almost over. A lot of people should already have known a lot of this stuff years ago, or at least care to start looking into. I mean, what, we're in May, mid-May, and people still believe in this trash? I mean, what does that tell you? It tells you that most people are too far gone. Most people are never going to change. They're going to hold on to the system as best as they can. And it's unfortunate, unfortunate because, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks in terms of you know, older people, a lot of the elders, the older generation, I'm not surprised that a lot of people aren't changing. People in my family, friend group, I'm not surprised, a little bit older. Even though you try, even though some of them do change, even though some of them do wake up, so even though some of them have been awake this whole time, it's very rare. But then where I have most of my compassion for, the majority of my compassion and empathy and sympathies, these younger generations, these, these young adults fresh out of college, these young adults who are in college, these young adults who are in high school, coming out into this world and seeing it the way that it is. Of course, a lot of people are going to practice escapism. Of course, a lot of people are going to distract themselves from the truth. I mean, they just went through the indoctrination system. They just went through a school system from what, pre-K all the way up until graduation day. That's like your whole life. Think about that. Your whole life you've been an indoctrinated. You've been told what is what. And anybody who's researched the educational system knows that the whole system is an indoctrination. There's no more creative thought. There's no more being able to think outside the box. They, they, They constrict that ability where children are just repeaters, where people, where we just become regurgitators. So I have complete compassion and empathy and sympathy for those who are young, because I don't know where I would be if... I was growing up right now and I was fresh out of college or in high school under my parents' roof during this whole time. I I couldn't say definitively that I would have made it. I I couldn't say definitively that I wouldn't have been walking around muzzled up. I couldn't say definitively that I wouldn't have gotten the vaccine. I couldn't say that definitively because at that time in my life, I was a completely different person. I didn't know myself. I wasn't even aware of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. I thought I knew everything because I came out of school. I thought, oh, because I memorized something in a textbook about somebody that I never had met, let alone never have lived through that time period, that so-called time period, that I knew everything. That, oh, because my authorities on TV told me something that I'm knowledgeable. So I couldn't definitively say what I would have would or wouldn't have done back then 
And that's why you, we put this, that's why we put the time in and the work in to put these episodes out because it really is about the youth in most cases, our young adults, our adolescents, our children, the babies, they're the future. Those are the ones who need this information. Those are the ones who need support. Those are the ones who need everything they can get as far as support because it's tough out here for a lot of them. You know, there's been brothers and sisters that I've seen in the truth who've openly said they wanted to commit suicide, who've openly wanted to end it. Young brothers and sisters, 19, 20, 21, that I've had to reach out to and be like, no, that's not, that's not what you should be doing. And that, that's disheartening, man. I don't, I, this, if there's one thing that, I, that I've gone through and I've seen that is super disheartening to me is seeing people so down in the dumps once they come into the truth that they just want to end it because they realize their family, their friends, those around them just don't care. And that's why I give all praises to the Most High because I have the mental fortitude, I have the strength mentally, physically, and spiritually to know how to handle a lot of what a lot of people can't handle. Being able to handle the truth no matter how ugly it is and not run from it because, oh, I'm afraid or, oh, because of my feelings. I don't like how it makes me feel. You know, I'm going to face everything head on no matter what it is. All the setbacks I've been through, all the hurdles, all the pitfalls, all the mistakes. I don't got time to be worried about how something makes me feel. I really don't. I'm going to face it head on and I'm going to correct myself and I'm going to own up to it every time. If I'm in the wrong, if I've said something to you to on these episodes that was incompletely, it was completely wrong or led anybody astray, I've repented for it and I've asked for forgiveness and I've cleared the air. And that's why I give all praise because I'm very grateful that I am who I am and was born when I was born and am where I am because things could have been completely different. Things could have gone right. You know, I know that I'm set apart because I have the ability to see things for what they truly are. And it's very difficult at this point to deceive me. Because once I hear something, I'm going to take a step back and analyze it before I make any decision, before I act on anything, I'm going to analyze it. I'm going to bring it to the most high. I'm going to see how it feels on my spirit. If my spirit agrees with it, then I'm going to be like, okay, I'm aligned. I'm connected with the most high. If it doesn't, if there's even any inclination of deception, I'm going to hold back and wait until I get full confirmation. And going forward, it'll be next to impossible to deceive me because I've realized that I do not rely on any elders or any teachers for my relationship with the Most High, even though I came into the truth of the Most High. Even all of the brothers and sisters I listen to, if they happen to have their YouTubes taken down or their Brit shoots or their channels taken down, I'm going to survive. What do you mean? Like, what, what, is everything over for me? Absolutely not. I'm going to survive. I'll adapt. That's what you're supposed to do. You're never supposed to rely on just one person. And you're, you're definitely not supposed to rely on the system. 
that that's just commit that's just literally playing Russian roulette with your life. Just relying on the system to take care of you, to give you handouts, to have your best interests at hand. I don't understand how people think that way. I really don't. When this system has shown you time and time again that it does not care about you. That it only is here to suck the life out of you. And to make you a hamster in a wheel running around over and over and over to make you a rat in a maze. To make you a guinea pig. And to to spy and use surveillance on you and to make sure that you never fall out of line, that you're always listening to authority. That's all the system's given you. I mean, I don't know how people enjoy this. I really don't. And I know that most people just lie to themselves that, oh, I'm happy. Oh, I no, you're just filling a void and you're using escapism to continue to run. I was once like that, so that's why I can identify it super easily. I can just look somebody in the eyes and see what's going on with them. And I don't need to judge them. I don't need to put them down. I just sympathize with a lot of people. Practice compassion and empathy as well as patience with people. That's all it is about. Because a lot of brothers and sisters were that way with me. They were compassionate towards me. They were empathetic. They were sympathetic. They were patient. All of which allowed me to receive the information and allowed me to find my way onto the narrow path of the righteous. You know, I don't know many people who have genuine peace of mind. There's always something going on with somebody that I know. Always. And it's always tied to Babylon. It's always tied to the system. You see, when the system just, the system was never meant for you to win at all. And I don't know many people who have wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, like genuine wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Even with today's truthers, I would say easily 95 or more percent, like 95 to 99 percent that I've come across in life have been deceived and are being led to the slaughter. You know, whether that's believing in any specific religion and saying, oh, my religion, my God is more important than yours or my deity or my demigod or any man that leads you on your walk. I see that all the time with truthers. And for me personally, I'm still going to listen to the what their message. When, if, if it's pertinent information, I'm still going to listen to their message. But then I still can see an area where in which they're still tied to these systems. How they're still being deceived. Or how they're purposely deceiving. It is no matter which way you look at it. And I've begun to truly witness scripture come alive right before my eyes. And I know how to adapt to any situation as long as I continue to seek the Most High. That's it. Because the Most High is my only teacher. I learn from other brothers and sisters, but I still check into it. I still look into it. I don't just take something and run with it. I mean, I just don't understand how adults still do that. How you can hear something from somebody that you don't even know. Especially through a television set or a radio or word of mouth. And then you just run with it. That that's something that it's so eye-opening to me when these people have shown you their cards this whole time, their scripts this whole time. I remember growing up when they said, never trust a stranger. And it's like millions, if not billions of people are trusting strangers. You think you're going to just meet 
one of these idols on the street one day? No, you're not going to meet Bill Gates or Fauci. You're not going to meet these people. Where are you going to meet these people? But you trust them? With your life? I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I just, it's, it's crazy to me. It really has gotten to that point where it's just delusion. It's like people are delirious. You know, that's really what happens when you make somebody super uncomfortable for so, for so long. They'll do whatever it takes for, for a, a sense of comfort. They'll say, okay, 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 I'll do what you want. I'll do what you want. Just, just please stop. And that's the point that we're at. I don't, for me personally, I wouldn't even comply. That's why I don't comply because I know once I get, comply, then I'm already part of the game. I'm already playing along with the game and that anything that happens to me is I deserve. If I play with the game, if I play the game, I can't complain about the end results, right? And a lot of people are going to see things come to fruition. A lot of people are going to see these wicked elites expose themselves and show their true colors very soon. And they're going to wish they had listened. They're going to wish that they had put the time in. They're going to wish that they had put their arrogance, their ego and pride aside and just seek wisdom, knowledge and understanding. They're going to wish. So many people are going to wish that. And we'll see it come true. come to fruition you know 2021 is just just the beginning people thought because the strike the the clock struck midnight quote unquote 2020 that, that things would be fine that this year would be better I just I don't know man I'd rather, I'm just thankful that I don't think that way. I'm thankful that the most high brought me up out of that mindset, the high, the, the hive mentality or the herd mentality. I'm just, I'm just grateful in so many ways. That's why I continue to give all praises. That's why I'm incredibly grateful for the most high allowing me to grow over the last year and just showing me things, exposing things to me. Allow me to sit back and make better decisions and think differently and constantly evolving every single day, constantly wanting to learn every single day, constantly detaching myself from the system every day in some way, shape or form. As the days, weeks, and months continue on, we're going to witness many things unfold. Things that even the righteous weren't aware that were going to happen. And that's why we are always supposed to prepare in any capacity that we can. You know, I know not everybody's on the same financial plane or same financial situation, but you don't think that the Most High already knows that 
regardless of your financial situation, I already mentioned that earlier, you still have a purpose. You still have a destiny and a mission. And you best believe that the Most High is going to equip you where you need it the most. You're going to meet the right people. You're going to be in the right situation. That's why we're to fear not. We don't live with fear. We don't allow fear to direct, guide, and lead us. We allow the Most High to direct, guide, and lead us. And so I say it with importance because I've warned everybody in my life. From family to friends to everyone, the message has been out there in some way, shape, or form, whether on social media, whether in this podcast, whether in an email, whether in a text. And it's gotten to the point where it's fallen on deaf ears for the vast majority of people. Very rarely has anyone that I know personally cared to listen. But as I said, as the days, weeks, and months continue on, we're going to see the darkest days that this earth has ever seen, that people have ever seen, that mankind has ever been a part of. So we must prepare so that we can endure until the end. You know, we must continue to be compassionate, empathetic, and sympathetic for those who do not know, for those who are not preparing. You know, a lot of people are going to say, oh, they deserve it. Oh, let them die. All the, I've seen so many disparaging, wicked comments from people, even when in terms of the vaccine or the mark of the beast or anything. People have said, people have basically said, like, their lives don't matter. And it's like, that's not the case. I'm not going to even definitively say here and say that the Most High wouldn't, rep- wouldn't allow repentance. I don't know. Nobody's the Most High. You know, just because a book told us a certain thing or we see certain things and we believe it doesn't mean that we know the intentions of the Most High and our Creator. You really think that the Most High is going to allow the population to go down to 500 million like they have in the Georgia Guidestones? Come on now. I just don't see that happening. You know, many righteous don't see that happening. So that's why it's important to be compassionate, empathetic, and sympathetic with people because people are really going through it right now. People are really stressed out. People are really living through calamities. This time of correction and support and warning is bigger than ever because that's what we should be focused on at this moment. We should be focused on the laws, the statutes, and the commandments. We should focus on the Most High and being aligned and being connected. You know, the righteous understand that we cannot depend on anyone or anything other than the Most High, other than the Creator. I don't put any of my trust in anyone like that because it's futile. People are fleeting. People change all the time. People backpedal. People are chameleons. And I've accepted that. And that's why my attention is turned towards righteousness only and truth and justice. Nothing else. I give myself a break here and there when it's needed. I enjoy certain things when it's needed, I like a good laugh. I love music, but I don't allow it to consume me. I don't allow it to turn into escapism because that's when it becomes a problem. When I'm deciding to ignore reality because it's too strong 
that's when it becomes a problem. I don't allow it to get to that point. I'm always going to face it head on and I'm always going to be fearless about it too. And in a sense, you know, when you're, if you're righteous, you should be excited right now. We should be thankful right now that this is all changing right in front of our eyes. We should be giving all praises to the Most High every day. We should be praying for the downfall of Babylon every day so that our children and their children's children can have something, something that we never had. Could have peace and prosperity, could have shared lands, could have f f food from the earth instead of having to pay for genetically modified organisms and fluoridated, fluoridated and toxic waters where they can have real sunshine, where they can have peace of mind, where they're not working to live and living to work, where they can spend their days in the sun with their family, with their friends, just enjoying life, just being laid back, being peaceful. That's life. That's what life is meant to be like. Not what we see right now, not what we've lived through, not what we've been indoctrinated into. I mean, think about how indoctrination has affected all of us to the point where we're so indoctrinated as a collective that we practice escapism to for, to get our minds off of our indoctrination. Like, think about that. It's like a catch-22. And then yet, the ironic thing is people will be guard dogs of that system. I mean, if that's not a heavy curse or a spell, I don't know what else is. To be defending something that literally is taking away your life force, I don't understand it. You know, it's just idolatry at, at its finest right there. You know, even over the last year, all of the run-ins I've had with family, it's just reminded me of Amos chapter 5 verse 10. How people hate the righteous and they hate righteousness. And I've ran into this just even with family members, even with friends. You know, these little run-ins that I've had. That, you know, people always call it an argument or a fight, and it doesn't even need to be looked at that way. It could just be you're having a conversation, but people, when once they get in their emotions, they just blow everything up and they just play victim because we live in a victimhood mentality, a victimhood society where there's no accountability, there's no responsibility, there's just a ton of victims. That's just the reality that we live in. And so even the, all the warnings that I gave to my family about that vaccine, about taking it, and having all the run-ins and having all my family defend their decisions, you know, it created tension, but I was unafraid to do it because it's their lives on the line. And I'm not gonna sit here and just sit on my hands or hold my tongue because I'm worried about somebody's emotions or their feelings when that's a loved one. You know, friends are different. If they wanna listen to me, they can or can't. I'm not gonna you, I'm not going to go be as passionate about that because they have their own lives. I have to take care of mine and my direct family. You know, but even just having my family defending something that they don't understand, so tight-knit, is just so eye-opening to me. And defending idols that they've never met. Saying that they trust the science. All these wild things that I have never could have imagined. It's just, it's all making sense to me. It's all making sense because people are just not aligned and connected with the Creator with the Most High. They're just aligned and they're connected with Babylon and that's it. And they don't see that. 
So, you know, that's why I say to the righteous, don't be deterred from warning people. And if they don't want to listen to you, then move on. That's all it comes down to. You can't force anybody to do something. You can show them the door, but you can't open it for them. Even if you open it for them, say you could open it for them after showing them the door. You can't, what are you going to shove them through it? They're the ones who have to walk through it and continue on. And that's one of the biggest lessons that the Most High has shown me. I've used every tactic with family from patience to calmness to every tactic, just from just, just common sense and discernment to sending them articles, you know, all of these things. And it's, they just, they just, or videos, they just ignore it. And so even when things were ramping up last summer slash going into the fall and winter, that was a very hectic and stressful time period for me because I was trying so hard. I was grasping at straws and trying to have people see things so difficult, difficultly that I didn't realize that there's nothing that I could do for them. They weren't seeking the most high. They weren't seeking wisdom, knowledge and understanding. They weren't giving all praises. So there's literally nothing I can do. I was wasting energy. I already did my job by warning them, but outside of that, I was just wasting energy, precious energy. For what? For them to end up doing it anyway? From them to change their opinions and say, oh, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I'm not taking that. And then months later, you find out that they took it and they didn't tell you. You know, many of us have had to deal with that. Family members just not telling you. And then later on, they say it and then they get defensive about it or they deny that they said that they were never going to do it. I've had to deal with that. And I just, I just look at those people like, wow, okay, 100% on you. That's your decision. Just pray for you. Pray that the Most High has mercy on you. That's all I do. Don't hold a grudge against them. Don't do anything. There's times where, of course, I need my alone time. I need to separate from family, and that's okay. That's perfectly healthy. That's perfectly normal. A lot of people separate from family anyway. Take time off. Doesn't mean you don't love them. Doesn't mean you love them any less. It's just you got to put that energy back into you. You got to make sure you're good. And the people that support you are good. And real, realistically, moving forward, once things really hit the fan and once we really start seeing what is, what is planned occur right before our eyes, our real family is going to become the people who are righteous, who are seeking the most high. That's going to become your actual family. Not even your blood family. It's going to be the people who are like-minded and who are like you and who want truth and who want justice and who want righteousness. That's going to become your immediate family. And we have to accept that. We have to see that, that that's the truth. You know, I have a family member who, you know, at this point, I, want, I don't have anything in common with them. I don't want anything to do with them, basically. Because I see through this family member when you claim to be about something but you're not even about it and you drag other family members down with you i can't respect that i can't respect that in a man or a woman i can't respect that if you can't even stand on all 10 toes about what you say you believe in and you can't even defend it right and you just flee i can't respect that i can't be around that type of energy at all My life is completely changing, 
day by day, week by week, month by month. I'm just really just becoming the person, the man that the Most High wanted me to anyway. Most High has been waking me up out of this deceit and the manipulation of Babylon that it's, that it's like, bring it on. What else do I need to learn? What else do I need to discover? Because this is a lifelong journey. And it's just been so fulfilling. That's, that's why I'm just grateful, completely grateful that I have this outlet, that I'm able to share wisdom, knowledge, and understanding with, these, with my listeners, with all of you, to build a community of people who can connect with my experiences and can be honest with themselves. Even give feedback to me, even give correction to me. I'm all about it. I'm all open to it because I couldn't say that what I'm, I couldn't say and stand by the truth if I can't defend it, right? Well, what would that mean? make me a hypocrite? So it's just very, very grateful for this path and where I'm at. And I'll continue to exalt, glorify, praise, and worship the Most High and the Most High only. That message won't ever be changed. My outlooks on certain things have, quite, have changed quite a bit in the last year. But my heart, mind, and soul remain the same, and they remain aligned with the Most High. That's the most important thing. That's what's going to keep me alive. That's what's going to keep me going. That's what's going to keep me motivated. And I'm very grateful for it. And as the days, weeks, and months continue on, you know, these, this message may not be around for much longer. And honestly, I already see people being scrubbed off YouTube, being, you know, censored on BitChute, other platforms, all of the such. It's eventually all going to go away. This just seemingly is the only platform right now, maybe because it's newer, that doesn't have that level of censorship. And I could be wrong. Maybe they are shadow banning these episodes. And only the Most High knows. Only the Most High is in control of who hears and who don't. So regardless of whether it's censored or shadow banned, it's going to eventually get to a point where none of this truth is going to be available because the Most High is going to get to a point where the Most High is going to be impatient with people. Say he's giving you all this time during this 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 so-called pandemic to get right to search for truth and most people are just sitting around not caring just moseying around not caring so eventually all that truth that's been out there that could have saved your life because wisdom knowledge and understanding will save your life like we know it'll be gone and once you know something's nefarious once you know once these people expose themselves as a nephilim that they are the beast that they are it's going to be too late for a lot of people a lot of people are going to be like wow where is that person that warned me? You won't be able to get in contact with them. Where are all those videos? Where? Well, let, let me go back. Let me look at like what happened. Where's those podcasts? Like they weren't gonna. They're not. You're not gonna be able to find it after a certain amount of time. So those that say, you know, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm not ready. When are you gonna be ready? Because eventually it's gonna be too late. We don't have all day to say, oh, I'm not ready yet. I was doing that. I was dragging my feet for how many years, even when I came across Torah. I was dragging my feet. And I'm not, not like I've said, a book is not what you worship, but there's truths in the Torah. I don't worship Torah. I worship, it's the laws, the statutes, the commandments of the Most High that are the most important, not the stories. But even when I came across Torah years ago, I was dragging my feet. I was still living tied to the system. 
So even then, I was playing Russian roulette. I was wasting precious time. I was being a hypocrite. I was still defiling myself. I was still partaking in wickedness. And it's just something to think about. Are you really living out your destiny, your mission and your purpose at the most high? gave to you before you were even born before you even came into this into the creation are you living those things out isaiah chapter 2 verse 22 withdraw from man who has breath in his nostrils for with what is he deemed worthy what is a man going to be able to do to save you in these days in this time why exalt and praise and worship a man that won't be able to save you at the end of the day? Why exalt, praise, and worship a system that has continued to lie and deceive you time and time again? Isaiah chapter 5 verse 20. Woe to those who speak of who speak of evil as good and of good as evil, who make darkness into light and light into darkness. They make bitter into sweet and sweet into bitter. I mean, that's going to be your mainstream media. That's going to be your idols. The ones that are telling you, oh, be careful, be careful. There's a virus. Those are the ones that are speaking of evil as good and good as evil. Telling you, oh, to do this, to do that. We're here to save you. And most people don't even see it. They don't even care to see. They just, they literally are giving all praise to other people, to, to an establishment, to a system that has hurt them all along. And they don't even realize what they're doing. Isaiah chapter 31 verse 2, but he is also wise and he has brought calamity and did not retract his words. You will rise up against the house of evildoers and against the assistance of those who commit sin. You really think that the Most High is not going to bring down this system? And those who are the guard dogs of the system, they're all going to go down together. It's all of them. Every single one. That's what we're seeing right now. That's why this whole world is in disarray. That's why they continue to give you issue after issue after issue. Stress after stress after stress. It's not going to stop. In, in fact, it's actually going to speed up. I remember reading a stat. I don't know where I, I think I read it on YouTube or I read it in an article. They said there was a hundred over 120 mass shootings in 2021. And they defined a mass shooting as four or more people. Over 120 just in America. And that's just one of the psychological operations that they talk about. Think about all the other topics that are going on right now. system is not going to help you. The system's imploding. Isaiah chapter 45, verse 5. I am the most high and there is no other. Other than me, there is no God. I will gird you, though you do not know me. And that's it. That's who you should be giving all thanks and praise to. As your creator, the one who made you. Nobody else. No son, no nephew, no intermediate. No middleman, none of that. Come on, people. It's in the word. That's why I'm just like shocked when people say they know it, but they obviously are not reading 
They're not studying. Isaiah chapter 45 or 7. I'm the one who forms light and creates darkness, who makes peace and creates evil. I am the most high maker of all of these. So the most high already knows your heart. If you're about the system of man and Babylon, and you could care less about poverty or homeless people, oh, it's their fault, you know, they just need to work harder. Oh, I, I don't care about the missing kids. I don't care about abortions. I don't care about anything. I don't care about animals. I don't think I don't care about the ecosystems, the habitats. Then just know that your heart is going to give you what you deserve and what you're asking for. But if you, on the other hand, despise all that and you're calling it out and you want to be righteous, just know that you will have peace of mind, that you will receive wisdom, knowledge and understanding and you will have the correct path in the days ahead. That's just what it comes down to. Hosea chapter four, verse six. My people has been eliminated for lack of knowledge, for you have spurned knowledge, and I will spurn you from serving me. And as you have forgotten the Torah of your God, I, too, will forget your children. You know, when we decided to forsake the laws, the statutes, the commandments, when we decided to not care about righteousness, the Most High it was like, okay, all right, well, if you want to give your life to the Nephilim, to the beasts of the field, that's on you. You're going to live by their ways, their rules, everything their conditions you'll be enslaved mentally physically and spiritually that's on us for making that decision that's why we have generational curses that's why not much has changed why do you think there's they say there's nothing new under the sun amos chapter 5 verse 10 they despise the one who admonishes by the gate and the one who speaks purely they detest and that's completely true if you speak any truth or any righteousness if you ruffle any feathers People are going to dislike you. People are going to hate you. People are going to talk behind your back. And I could care less. I'm not here to appeal to anyone's emotions, not even my own emotions. If I learn something about myself, if I learn I'm doing something wrong, I'm not going to just hold on to that because it feels comfortable or the truth makes me upset. I'm going to change and I'm going to do what's right every single time. But the society of victimhood that we lived in, the, the indoctrination that we live in, the escapism that people practice, makes it almost impossible for people to, to even live by that, to even care about righteousness. So when you show up and you say what's right, what's real, even if it ruffles feathers, you're going to be hated. And that's, that's completely fine. You've got to be able to have thick skin. Got to be able to hold your own. And you know what's right and go with it. Psalm chapter 1, verse 1. Praiseworthy is the man who walked not in the counsel of the wicked and stood not in the path of the sinful and sat not in the session of scorners. What did I say earlier about people who struggle when it comes to removing themselves from certain anchors in their life, whether the anchor is family or friends? These anchors are holding you down while you're trying to tread water, their weight. Mosai is telling you you're praiseworthy when you let go of that weight. When you begin to release that and only rely on the Most High, not other people, to drag you somewhere. It's going to transform your life. And you'll be able to see life for what it is and you'll be able to accept it no matter how ugly the truth is.
Psalm chapter 7, verse 18, then I will thank the Most High according to the righteousness and sing praises to the name of the Most High, the Supreme. That's all it is. It's about it's about praise to the Most High, to the Creator. That's it. Your life, honestly, is just going to transform in every single way, shape, and form. That's why it's really... When I try to describe it, I'm not doing it justice. You just got to do it yourself. Honestly, you have to do it yourself. You got to want it. People make excuses like, oh, they don't have time. They're not ready. It's You just don't want it. That's just what it comes down to. You don't want it. I used to be like that. I used to say, oh, next week or next month, I'll start. I just didn't want it. Psalm chapter 97, verse 7. Humiliated would be all who worship idols, who pride themselves in worthless gods. Bow to him, all your powers. These people are going to be humiliated for even believing in the system. That's, that's really what it's going to come down to. A lot of people are going to freak out once they see what we've been saying is true. They're going to freak out. They're going to be humiliated. That's unfortunate. Psalm chapter 119, verse 165. There is abundant peace for the lovers of your Torah, and there is no stumbling block for them. And no, we're not talking about the stories. We're talking about the laws, the statutes, and the commandments, and searching for them, and making sure they, they align and are correct with the Most High, with righteousness. But once you find, figure it out, once you do the digging, once you search for it, you will have abundant peace. You will be able to be relaxed and kind of just sit back while everybody else is frantic. Psalm chapter 144, verse 15. Praiseworthy is the people from whom this is so. Praiseworthy is the people whose God is the Most High. And that's facts. Psalm chapter 145, verse 8 through 9. Gracious and merciful is the Most High, slow to anger and great in bestowing kindness. Verse 9. The Most High is good to all. His mercies are on all his works. The Most High is good to the righteous, and everything is done through the Most High. Psalm chapter 146, verse 3. Do not rely on nobles, nor on a human being, for he holds no salvation. And that's why it's all praises to the Most High and the Most High only. And I'm grateful for this 100th episode i'm grateful for every single one of you listeners i'm grateful for all of you who've motivated and taught and corrected me and supported me and warned me i wouldn't be here without that and I, most importantly i wouldn't be here without the most high a warning to the wicked may the most high bring calamities strife and iniquities upon you to those who curse me my family, and are aiming to retaliate against me for exposing them. To those who hate the Most High and the righteous men and women, along with the creation. To those who trick or mock the Most High's righteous men and women. To those who want to see me lose my career, my livelihood, my health, my finances, or even my life. May the Most High do unto you tenfold. May the Most High put a curse upon you and eradicate you and your entire family seed and lineage. 
may you no longer inhabit the earth, for the Most High speaks through me. I'm here to do the righteous work. Therefore, I will send a curse upon those who wish for my downfall. Peace and blessings to all of the righteous men and women of the Most High. Peace and blessings to all of those who have been on their own narrow path of the righteous with the Most High, and to those who are beginning on their own narrow path of the righteous with the Most High. May the Most High continue to bless you, protect you, guide you, and provide you with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. May your life be fulfilled and may you have peace of mind all of your days along with your family lineage. All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. Shalom.